Alright, so, um, we back at it. Phone a friend, episode, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, but today, my guest is my friend Kelsey. I think most of y'all gonna know, know them as Lovey, and that's fine as long as you know. <laughs> um, I've been knowing, I've been knowing Kelsey for a while. I've been knowing them for a little over a year. Met them through the Little Big Loners Discord. Shout out to Zylo. Um, I basically met all of my internet friends that way. Shout out to Zylo. <laughs> I just thought that this was a, a, a cool concept to bring Kelsey into. and They thought it was a cool concept as well. I wanted to be a part of it. Um, it'd be cool to, to see what, what we can, what we bring out of each other. So, yeah, let's let's get into that. How are you? How are things? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> um, I'm well. I am very well. I just recently moved um, from Antioch to Oakland. Antioch is only like 40-minute drive from Oakland, so it's not like hella far, but it's definitely like a whole different environment. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um other than that, just working on new music and, you know, doing the thing, like with activity and the ideas and, and the flow and the, yeah, all of that. With the crea- creativity and the ideas and the flow and the, all of that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. So I called you because I had started the, com- not a conversation, but I had asked a question in the Discord and I didn't... Um, yeah, I didn't think that through. So I'm just gonna ask you what <laughs> orange came first, the the color or the fruit? That's the question. That's the question I asked in the Discord. Oh orange. I think I feel like Don't deep it. Don't deep it, but I'm trying to think logically. Like I'm trying to think of like where oranges originated. What like what I said was I was like the fruit came first because the fruit. I mean, okay, yeah, the fruit came first as far as like being an orange, but the color came first. Like the color, the color existed before the fruit. I feel like the color existed before they named the fruit and they just got lazy when figuring out what to call this piece of fruit. The color existed before the color had a name. But exactly. Wait. the orange, <laughs> even if you think, okay, like orange have to grow on a tree. So that tree got to like grow and blossom before the orange exists. So even still, like the color, existed in nature in so many ways before the fruit did so I feel like technically the color existed first at the same time but it's like when did each of them get names like when did we even start naming colors you feel me like when did we feel like we just needed to identify these things in these ways 
LOL. Right? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, like... When did we feel the need to do that? I mean, I guess that comes with the... With the, the, the development... I don't know. Civilization. Who the fuck knows? But that's accurate as fuck. Say that again. Uh, shit. I don't even know what I said exactly. <laughs> like, verbatim. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> um the point was that like the fuck are labels because like i think that's how we got into this mess we start labeling things different colors and shapes and and yeah like it just got to a point where it wasn't exactly things weren't just things now they were certain colors and certain you know what I mean? Like, I mean they were always certain colors though but we just started we just felt like we had to just say that now like, we had to just define that. I don't know. Okay, this is a show, and I feel like it, it could get too deep. <laughs> um, but, yeah. God, I was I was still listening. You had me hooked. I was like, okay, and what's next? <laughs> I don't even want to go down there. We, we will never get out, okay? Like, I promise you. Okay, can we, go, can we go down a different road? Yes, please. Okay, similar but different. What what do you think we would do without the labels that we've created? Hmm. I feel like labels add a certain level of like complexity to like life in general. And so I feel like everything would be simple. Not to say it would just somehow be all magically better, but like it would be more simple. It makes me think about that episode of Fairly Odd Parents when he um when Timmy wished that everybody would that episode. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yes. And then so everybody was like just gray blobs. <laughs> like, yeah. And that kind of just didn't make anything well they still found a way to be different. Like I don't know, it was weird. Like they still found a way to feel like oh I'm better than you because like Yeah my nigga blob said is, we're like, the, the grayest and blobby. I was like, what the fuck? Exactly. But <laughs> Yo, you still a gray lump. Get the fuck. <laughs> exactly, bro. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know Yo. if that's like human nature to like the need to like differentiate things and like categorize and label things to make sense of it. But I don't know, because it's kind of like at one point we didn't need that. You know, we just kind of survived. Everything was everything. I mean, but then maybe it is a part of survival, you feel me? Because, like, they had to know, like, ooh, these berries is poisonous, so stay away from those. Yeah. Like, and they Niggas had to, had to be, We had to learn how to communicate. Exactly. exactly. And, uh, and communication, I guess, evolved into language. And then... The language. It's, it's all in the language. We feel this need to categorize things. I feel like we just went too far. Like, that's, I think that's the thing. Like, I don't think there's a problem with labels in general because they do serve a function in, like, society, yeah. like a civilized society. But, yeah. like... Like a warning label. Yeah, exactly. Label. Like, it's poisonous, <laughs> you know? Like, certain shit. It's like, yeah. You need that. But, like, on a general tip, or, like, not even general, like, when you get more specific, like, different races, different genders, di- different 
gender expressions and orientations and like when you get down that rabbit hole I feel like that kind of just divides us as people more than it brings us together and which is kind of self-serving because it's like on one end it divides us when we're different but it can also like create like smaller communities within like those labels so it's like uh, it's a double-edged sword almost because like bro when those sub-communities get put against each other that's when it's like a problem you feel me like it's messy. It gets messy. So mm. it's like it, it comes with like beautiful things and but it also comes with like fuck shit. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't it know. It comes with beautiful things, but it comes with fuck shit. I don't know food. I feel like I feel like it's not the labels. I feel like it's not the labels. I hear what you're saying. I receive that. And in the way that you're uh, expressing, like, uh, how you feel about that, not that I'm saying, like, I, I disagree with it or you should change your mind. That's not what I'm getting at. But I feel like with that, it's like, it's not so much the labels as it is um, people standing of them or their perception of them. Mm. Can you expound because, on that? Because it's like, all right, if, you uh, let's go with the because because that's like that's a that's there's nuance in there so i'm not even gonna touch the whole race thing let's go back to like the warning labels or whatever like if you have something that says um warning this is poisonous two cats so (laughs) if if you read that and you don't see the part that says it's poisonous like you say you see the says it's poisonous, but you don't see the part that says it's poisonous to cats. You're thinking that oh, if I ingest this, then I would die. That's not true. You're not a cat, right? <laughs> what if you only see the part that says to cats, and you're like warning to cats? What do you mean warning to cats? Is this a warning to cats? Is do I need to use this? to to warn the stray cats to stay off my lawn like is that what this is so it's like (laughs) i'm saying it's that sometimes people see things um i'm not saying that they see what they want to see um but they um perceive things in a way that's not holy like true they may not perceive the whole thing like you can be you can have one label on something or you can have several labels on something you ever get a package from amazon and they got like the shipping label and then the fragile label and then some other label i guess it's like for the niggas that or something like that like <laughs> sticker on it or like mm-hmm. a purple something like it has several labels um yeah it's a package but within the package there's there are things. It's not just a package. It's fragile. It's a package for Ashley. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. a fragile package for Ashley. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's necessarily the labels. It's more so how people perceive them and then how they respond to that perception. That's interesting, though, because it's like, that still goes back to the question of like, what would we do without them? Or like, what 
Cause, cause it could be, like you said, like it could be a, a function of like, you know, a warning, like something that people need, like we, okay, we need these labels to differentiate something that could be potentially dangerous or, you know, whatever. Um, but how do you, um, I wouldn't say control, but how do you prevent like misperceptions of those labels? Like how can these labels be a positive thing and not something that get somebody killed or hurt or accidentally killing a cat <laughs> because <laughs> like, <laughs> like how could these labels do what they're supposed to do without the collateral damage mm. and see that's a part of civilization is the language that we're using so you can't really control the perception but if we are generally accepted ideas of what something is or isn't then it could be it could be clearly communicated um but you don't actually have control over other people's perception so you're going and communicate it in that generally accepted way but whether or not it's received exactly how you intended um is not exactly predictable um it's not yeah, you can't you can't control someone else's perception. I don't know if I was talking in circles just now or not. That's <laughs> that's where I got to that because I'm like, no, oh, I don't know what you do about that. I don't think you you really can do anything about um about that. So, but that still adds another layer where it's like even without the labels, like there's still a certain perception, right? Mm-hmm. So, like for example, like with fire like way back in the caveman days if they when they made fire or whatever discovered fire and they touched it it burnt the shit out their fingers right (laughs) yeah (laughs) didn't have a label for what that was they just knew that shit hurt so don't touch that shit you feel me so like it's kind of like what comes first the label or the perception hmm okay now you're cooking <laughs> what comes first, the label or the perception? Definitely the perception, because you have to perceive something to label it. Correct. So it's kind of like it's like with or without the labels, would anything even change? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think a little slightly because because without the labels she said would anything even change god damn it (laughs) god damn it yeah damn it damn it um no i think there would something change Mm. i think it would what would change i'm not exactly sure um but i think something there would be a shift whether it would be um for the better or for the worse i have no clue but yeah, because if, if there are no labels, then... And I'm not saying this as an advocate for, like, you know, labels. <laughs> 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 but I'm just saying, if, if I'm not saying... If there aren't labels, there's a certain order that is lost. Hmm. Um, so, yes, something is going to change. Something. What is that? <laughs> Who knows? But something will change because you're 
you're you're changing a that's a it's a standard. Mm-hmm. Everything has a label. When you think about it in like a, a physical sense, or mm-hmm. in a in a metaphysical sense, or in a everything has a label. Yes, a lot of words out here, man, <laughs> to identify things. So. I mean, but I feel like okay, you t- you t- when you say words to me, words are your yeah, labels too. But I'm thinking about it like words, but I'm thinking about it like literal like identifiers, like how how you have to. It's against the law here. I don't know about other states. I think it's a federal thing. No, I don't know about other states. Disease <laughs> against the law for you to not have your ID on you, like your state issued ID. Mm-hmm. So that's in a way that's a label. That's it has your name. It's it's there are certain identifiers on it, and like you have to have that shit. Um, or like at home, your house has numbers on it. You know, you have mm-hmm. to have that shit. Um, it's important that you have it. How how can you direct someone? To your what do you say your red brick house if you live on a block with all red brick houses which, <laughs> which red brick house is yours you know it's yeah. the one with the brown roof where there are two with brown roofs it's the one with the porch well there are three they all have porches it's like what are, what are we doing um, <laughs> but um yeah so there's that but then there's also labels like you you mentioned like race or or sexuality or uh religion or those things you know it's it's a category it's a it's a a box to check you know um so do you think like those types of labels specifically when it relates to like people and like status and and all of that do you think they divide us more You think, do I think they divide us more? Yeah. Like, do, do they uh, create more division than uh, community? Um, do they create more division than community? That is a loaded question. And I would like to say that that is a matter of perception once more. Um, mm. I don't perceive it as necessarily um, uh, div, 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 mm, I'm tongue-tied. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't see it as either or um, because I think that's literally up to each person. If I feel like these labels are separating me from everyone and and isolating me in in certain ways, then yeah, it will, right? But if I feel like these labels bring me some sort of community, then I will lean into that and it will. But can it do both? Yes, because they're different labels. So whereas I may feel a strong connection, okay, so me being black and queer and female, I may feel a strong connection to niggas, right? <laughs> to niggas. 
might feel a strong connection to niggas and Negroes alike. Um, and feel a strong sense of community there. But I may not feel feel a strong sense within the niggas, right? But then I may go into the queer spaces and feel isolated because I am, in fact, a nigga. Mm. So can it do both? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely, it can do both. Um, Does it cancel each other out, or like, because that's that's pretty much my question. Like, is there balance, or does it kind of lean one way or the other? What you mean? Does it lean one way or another? Is it is it more? Is it is there more community, or is it more divided? Yeah. Is it okay? I hear what you're saying. Um, I mean, for me. No, I don't think this. It, it, it. I think it's. It's. Um. It depends. It's situational. Um. So even. Even. Okay. So to use that same example, feel a strong connection to a queer nigga, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But not non-queer niggas because niggas still be homophobic. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it could be more divisive in some ways and more um, unifying in others. So, what do we do with that? Whatever the fuck we want. That's the whole point. <laughs> like, is that... <laughs> Because sometimes, in a lot of cases, I just feel like it could be problematic. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I was like, it could be beautiful, but it got also come with a lot, a lot of fuck shit, you know? Like, so it's like, where, how do we, um, or can we, like, basically, like, reduce the amount of, like, moments where it's uh, more of a division than community building? I think it's, um, I think it's a, I still think it's like I said earlier, it's a it's up to people themselves. Like it's a matter of perception. If if you see it as something that divides you, um then that's what it will be. What if you don't see it as something that divides you, but somebody else do, and you trying to be in with the with the crew and the clique, but they ain't fucking with you because of some other group that you belong to? Hmm, it's true. I could always. I'm intersectionality is a thing, so I'm sure there may be other others like myself. Uh, everybody is not going to think the same. So it's like, if that's the group I'm trying to get in with, then it's like, all right, maybe I don't need to get in with that group. Everybody is not going to be that way, though. So, you know, fuck them niggas. (laughs) (laughs) I really, like, I don't know, like, personally, I've always kind of, I've always felt like an outlier. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't really fit in with any one and the parts of myself that I could identify with in one group, 
is also the same, like it's different parts of myself that is also the reason why I don't fully fit in with this group mm -hmm. and vice versa with the, another group, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, I have this like weird balance of being like spiritual, but a little bit ghetto and <laughs> like a nerd, but also a slacker. It's just like a weird, like balance of things, you know, like, and finding like my people throughout my whole life has been a very difficult experience because I've never really, um, like, no, like, I've never really had like a set, a strong set of like labels of this is who I am. I've always just felt like myself, like I'm just me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people like me, but it, it would still just be to a point where I still didn't feel like I fit in it's like I've been living like the ugly duckling my whole life and still trying mm -hmm. to find like my swan family and every time mm -hmm. I thought I found my swan family I realized like damn like my feathers don't even look like y'all like I don't even know if I'm a swan like I don't know like <laughs> so it's still like <laughs> it's always something that, like, so I don't know I don't know. It's just always been a thing where I've never fully felt like this is like my box and I don't think I belong in a box. I don't think any of us do, but some of us fit more comfortably in certain boxes with a certain set of people. And I find myself kind of just wandering around, just kind of, you know, like, hey, I fuck with y'all over there, but I fuck with y'all over there too. Um, but for the most part, I just feel alone. And not like in a depressing way, because <laughs> that's how the hell are depressing. Not like even in a depressing way, but like in just kind of a nomadic, I just coexist with everybody <laughs> type way. Yeah. Mm. So what if, what if, because I feel like I feel that to a certain extent, but intensive outpatient therapy if that shit ain't teach me one thing tell you what it taught me it taught me to like always like try to see things differently right so hearing you say that i've felt that way before i've felt those i feel those feelings often i think along those lines um i typically tend to think along those lines but listening to you say that i'm thinking what if you did not think of those labels as boxes? Because I do understand, on a fundamental level, I do understand that the one label is not all that you are, right? You can have multiple mm -hmm. labels on something, like we said earlier. So what if we thought of these labels not as boxes, but as keys that allowed us access to certain spaces? Um mm. So maybe you don't have to get into a box, but yo, if you want to go in this room, it's, it's some niggas in this room doing what they're doing. Um, if you want to go in, in that room, it's some, it's some niggas in that room, you know, getting, getting some work done over there, you know? But you have these keys and you're able to, to, to or maybe it's not into a room, Maybe maybe one key opens the door to a room and maybe one key opens a fucking locker or maybe this key goes to a car. But the keys are for something. They give you access to something. And that's what that is. Um, but that's only if you see it that way. And I guess like even even identifying with certain things, I don't necessarily feel 
like I'm confined to it sometimes mm-hmm. like it's halfway like other people's perception and mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck but <laughs> I do have to think about it as an artist because you know perception is is kind of everything when you're putting like when you're creating a brand you know what I mean and like wanting mm-hmm. to uh the messages of my brand to be what I want them to be and not be misconstrued into something that it's not um and so that's the only reason I have to really think about like how I'm being perceived uh and so I think that's what it is. It's not necessarily me putting myself in a box mentally, but it's mm-hmm. like if I am presenting this way, does this put me in a box um by society? Pretty much like what happens, you know, in 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 society because we think of it as keys and I, I really like that analogy too, like um as like getting access to certain spaces, like yes definitely but that's not like the world view of like most people at least not in our society um Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like that that moment where it's like if i'm you know black and queer and i'm expressive in that in my platform you know does that put me in a box of like oh just gay artists put her over there you know what i mean like even if i don't look at it that way is that what that does to my one of the gays Uh, is that what it does to your brand Mm, I would go so far as to say absolutely and I would like to ask you a follow up if that's what the fuck it does what does that mean to you you know I I actually had this conversation with my cousin the other day um, and it kind of just is what it is like I know that I can't control other people's perception of me completely um and that's not like my whole goal my goal is to just be fully expressive in who I am and however people it's like perceive that it's just how they perceive that um like I'm not gonna go crazy trying to be like no I'm not just this I'm 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 all of these things it's like I'm just I would rather show that and just be that rather than trying to force that perception (laughs) upon other people um yeah, like it, it really came up because, um, as I said before, I'm working on new music um, and I'm getting ready to do a, a video to one of my songs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like with this new batch of music I got coming, it is more about my relationships with people and the way that I've been relating with um, people in a romantic, you know, feeling type of way <laughs> rather than mm-hmm. like my previous music is way more like self-reflective. Um, and so with the music, now like I wrote it about like female like women crushes and you know situations and things like that um which I don't have like a coming out story like just made that hella like a thing I just kind of just been you know it's just me you feel me I never felt the need to make it a whole thing um so with this music about to come out like with the video and the video like a female love interest and everything that's where I started thinking like damn, like, doing this video and, like, putting a song out and, like, having music about women that's blatantly about women, is that gonna, is that about to put me in a box? Because so far, like, you know, I mean, I've talked about women in poetry, like, if people are really tapped in, they would know, but other than that, I don't know if it's just that obvious. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just made me think, like, damn. It's obvious to the gays. The gays know. 
<laughs> the gays know. The gays always know. The gays <laughs> always know. You don't have to say anything and the gays be like, that bitch is gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's a beautiful thing. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that I am uh, up there on the gaydar. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like to just like the, I guess the outside, outside of the gay community mm-hmm. is change people's perception of me or, or cause them to put me in a certain box when it's that blatant. Um, yeah. So I just had to think about that and that doesn't change the way that I'm doing anything that I'm doing, you know, um, all I can do is just be like fully expressive in my, uh, in my identity or yeah. Yeah. And like continue because I'm also attracted to men too. It's like, I'm just attracted to any I'm attracted to energy and people. So, you know, that's why I really don't even subscribe to a certain label for my sexuality. It's just like, I like what I like, who I like when I like them. Um, you like what you like, who you like when you like. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, Hey, like, yeah, it might be like, oh, then it might be like a non-binary person in another video. I might be singing about, like, my ex-boyfriend in one song. Like, who knows, you know? So, um, yeah, and all I could do is just be fully expressive in all of those parts of myself and not get too caught up in what other people think because that would drive me so crazy. <laughs> like, I can't do anything about it, so... Okay. Well, I was going to ask you about that, but you already answered, so I don't have to ask you about that, do I? It's going to ask you, what does sexuality mean to you? Mm. Sexuality, I think sexuality, I feel personally, is just like an expression of love. Um, and Boo! That was lame. You know that? <laughs> Get that shit out of here, bro. Was that too? Was that too cliche? Was that too expected for me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? I do. That's what I feel. No. What can I say? Like, I am just like a very loving person, and. Um, yeah, like, that's why I say, like, my sexuality is just, uh, an expression of, like, just my connection to other people, you know, and, yeah, like, whatever that comes in, like, it's funny, because, like, I feel like I don't have a type, like, it's funny, because me and my cousin, we be, like, talking a lot. <laughs> and, like, sometimes we'll have, like, the same, like, attraction to certain women, and we'll talk about them, but then I'll bring somebody else up, and he just be like, yo, what? Like, how? Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even, he doesn't understand, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like just one prototype of a person, you know? So, um, yeah, like, I feel like that is just a like my sexuality is just a reflection of like the expansiveness of that I feel within my spirit and I feel like that connection can like cross genders it could cross just any label you know so I don't really know what other way to put it because 
um, when we say sexuality, I always get these terms. There's so many little terms. Like you got sexuality and then you got gender expression and then you got sex. So sexuality is like, like your sexual orientation. Yeah, actually. I Well, pause. I wouldn't say, yeah, that's what it is, because the question is your interpretation of what that is. So like, how you answer that is your interpretation of what that is. So I can't tell you that, yeah, sexuality is sexual orientation. But for all intents and purposes, um, sexuality is, I think sexual orientation is a part of sexuality. Okay. I feel like, yeah, it's just, like, a complete expression of, like, who I am. Like, because even, like, I find myself attracted to somebody, there's certain things that I see in them that I recognize within myself. And I feel like we're all reflections of each other, right? But I think, for me at least, like, the most... I'm most attracted to people that I see more of myself in. Like, if I really identify with, you know... um, this person is expressing as far as like what they who they are um if I really identify and like you know like click with that in certain ways then like there's attraction there um Mm -hmm. and that could be physical attraction but sometimes it's like emotional it's not always about sex so I'm not sure if that takes away from the whole sexuality thing but um I think attraction has to do like isn't just like sexual you know so um yeah, so I feel like, yeah, it's just, like, a certain type of, like, connection that I feel um, with, like, who I am when I'm attracted to people. So, yeah. Oh, my nigga shit. It's an, it's an expression of love. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Love on these nuts. nuts. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh hell! Certain no. circumstances, I would not be opposed. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> just so saying. you don't, you don't. How would you label yourself? Do you do you have a your your what would you call it? A sexual identity? What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't label myself. Like honestly, like back when, like when I was in like high school, kind of like early well I really didn't like completely identify with um my attracted towards other set like women and you know everything in between <laughs> uh I didn't really identify until like after high school it's like kind of like real like close after high school um and even then, like, none of those labels fit. It was like, okay, like, you know, most of my life, I'm just like, yeah, like, I like dudes. It's cool. But then, like, when I find myself women and, like, certain experiences, like, okay, like, I like women too. So thinking in my head, does that make me bisexual? But that never fit. Like, that didn't feel right. It's like trying to put on shoes that's too little. I'm like, nah, like, bisexual, that's that's too... I don't know, it just felt too confining in what I am. And then like of course it's all these other labels, pansexual or whatever. It's all it's all types of shit. Um I guess like the closely the the closest to what I feel would be pansexuality. But um 
Yeah, like if I like if it was like a gun to my head and I like really had to like label myself, like I had no other choice. Yes, that's probably what I would say. Outside of those uh, circumstances, I wouldn't label myself at all. I would just kind of be because I I don't I don't want to say I don't see the function because I do understand it. But because ooh, that's another thing. Like when like I kind of got comfortable with like my attraction for women, I didn't really care about the labels at the time. But then I moved to California. I moved to the Bay Area, and like. I don't know if you know anything about the Bay, but like San Francisco is like hella gay. In general, it has like a very strong like gay community. And there were like times where I felt like I wanted to be a part of this, but can I come into this without a label? Because everybody seems to have a label, you know, like everybody's, uh, you know, identifying as something. So even like within the gay community, they have like these subgroups, you know, and it's like, uh, if I don't have a label, how I'm going to know which, like, or where to go or, like, who to, like, you know? So it, it felt, it went through, like, an identity crisis because I just was, like, felt like I was supposed to have a label for this gayness, you know? Like, I have to be able to fit in somehow and, like, proclaim why I belong in this space of, mm-hmm. like, the gay community. Um, And so, like, that was very, like... I wouldn't say traumatizing, but it was eye-opening because at that time, the other side of me coming out of that identity crisis and feeling like that pressure to label myself, I came out with a beautiful, uh, like, journal essay, <laughs> um, which led to some other, like, another whole art beside the point. Um, my whole thing, like, I really was questioning, like, what are the functions of labels and identities? And, like, if I choose not to label myself, what does that do? Like, what if I don't identify with anything and I'm just a person and I'm just a human and I connect with other humans that I come across in whatever ways that, you know, the connection naturally flows to? Like, is that enough? You know, and personally, I feel like it is because, I mean, I've gotten along this this far without labeling myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, like, yeah, like even, even down to like fucking... Like my diet, like I be saying I'm vegan, but I really don't like saying I'm vegan because even that's a label in itself. Like I have to change it up and be like, nah, I'm, I just eat plant based. Like I'm, a, I eat a plant based diet. <laughs> like, cause yeah, I just don't like feeling like I am constricted because it's like almost like once I say I'm this thing, I might wake up and be different tomorrow. Like, cause we're all evolving and changing all the time. So, um, yeah, like, and people, judge you based on like how you express yourself and what you label yourself as so just take me for who I am like not what I say I am but take me for how I make you feel so um yeah I feel that Mm, I feel that yeah take me for how I make you feel but I also be like fucked it because sometimes I be pissing people off and I don't even be doing shit and they be like girl (laughs) You really need to go figure that out for yourself because I'm just out here living and you are mad. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's on them, bro. Like, that's them taking certain things personally. Like, and that's another thing, like, being so, so, like, confident and being so um, sure in who you are. It's like, it's like just feeling unapologetic for being who you are, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and 
situations it's like okay yeah I could have brought that down a notch I didn't realize I made you feel this way sorry you know and that's valid because sometimes I do have that insensitiveness to like who I just be in me and that can affect other people in negative ways which I do have to be aware but in Mm -hmm. most situations it's kind of like hey you took something you took an expression of myself of who I am personally that has everything Mm -hmm. to do with you and nothing to do with me and I I try to remember that because I want to remember that when it comes to me and feeling away about other people's actions too and realizing like hey that's an expression of them it doesn't have to do with who I am or what I believe, you know, it's like, that's on them. Like, I don't want to take that personally and be butthurt and angry or mad or get out of me because of how somebody feels about life or <laughs> feels about me. Cause that's still like, that's all on them, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Most definitely. I feel that, bro. I'll be trying to do the same thing. I'll be having to remember not to take that shit personally. Yeah, it's a process. Like, I have to remind myself constantly. It's not just like, okay, I'm never taking anything personally for the rest of my life. Go. Like, hell no. Like, it's, it's circumstantial. Imagine if it was that easy. <laughs> exactly. Like, boy, we would all be like, just like singing Kumbaya by now. Like, as a, as a world, as a whole planet. Like, we would be good if nobody yeah. took anything personally ever. But, you know. We'd be straight. that easy. <laughs> it's a process. It is a process. Um, so look, I feel like we have a whole bunch of shit here that definitely makes an episode. Um, mm-hmm. Did we did we get to all the questions that were selected for you? Absolutely not. Um, that's okay because we don't have to. Um, you know, maybe. Once I get these edited and I send you some, or even before then, maybe right now, you're like, no, I could keep doing this. And that's great. We could do another episode. We could do as many episodes as you'd like to do. Um, I think this is a fair, this is a good stopping point. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, me, I'm real long-winded. So if you ask another question, that's a whole another hour. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all right man that's game that's the episode (laughs) thank you so much to my guest kelsey better known as lovey um you can find their music and their socials and all kinds of other cool content by going to their website isn't she that's isn't she l-o-v-e-y.com um, if you like what you heard today, leave me five stars in the ratings. If you didn't like what you heard, I go ahead and leave me an honest review. Let me know what you didn't like. If you want to be extreme and send me hate mail, you can find me on Twitter at Chill Says. You can find me on Instagram at two underscores Kale C. Kale like the motherfucking green, C like the motherfucking ocean. Thanks again to my guest, Lovey. Until next time, I'm Kelsey. This has been the Phone a Friend Podcast. We out here, man. <laughs>